0: Hey GT, uh, thanks again for joining us today and uh, however you're watching this service today, whether it's on the podcast, whether it's live on a Sunday morning, we welcome you and uh, so good to have you on Facebook, uh, GT Live, YouTube, however you're viewing it. But uh, man, welcome. Good to have you today. Uh, As you know, we've been in a series called Rooted And uh, what a powerful series it's been. Um, You know, the Bible, the Word of God has so much to say about this idea of being rooted. Uh, I referenced, I looked at over 61 scriptures that dealt with the term rooted. Uh, And so as we uh, start this uh, message today, I want to encourage you. In fact, let me encourage you, man. Dan and Greg have preached two powerful messages. um, And we'd love for you, if you've missed those, make sure you check them out uh also if you're not already registered for the uh, rooted online groups that has been a powerful thing I this past week I got to lead one of those groups and uh, it was just great to hear people engage in the Word of God and so uh, I'm sure on the links below or somewhere on our website you can certainly uh, make sure you register for that and get involved on a Wednesday night uh, 7 o'clock uh, we just kind of do a debrief of the message and then uh, we dive into some conversation about it it's been really really good so I trust many of you are part of a GT group some of you aren't what a great way to experience it so make sure you check it out. Uh, Well, today in Rooted, however you're looking at the word today, the word is powerful, so grab a copy, whether it's the leather bound, whether it's your iPad, whatever it is, guys are going to have some scriptures up on the screen too, but today I'm preaching uh, from Jeremiah chapter 17, and uh, we're going to read verses 5 through 10, and uh, in fact, I'm going to start with that right now, so let's, uh, let's look to it. Uh, Here's what it says in Jeremiah chapter 17, beginning in verse 5. It says, this is what the Lord says. And I'm just going to stop right there for a minute and say, man, what a powerful statement. This is what the Lord says. Uh, GT Church, if you're connected to us recently, man, we believe that the Bible is the word of God. And, And this is the prophet Jeremiah saying, this is what the Lord says. You know, there's A lot of opinions, a lot of different newscasts, a lot of ideas, thoughts, Um, you know, there's all kinds of things like that. But man, what we really need to hear today uh, is what the Lord says. In fact, I'm going to just stop right now. We're going to pray as we begin to read the Word of God that we would actually just hear God's voice today as we look at the Word. So let's uh, join with me in prayer. Father, I thank you today for everyone that's tuning in to this service Uh, God, I pray your blessing as we look at your word today, God, because we think of all the different opinions, thoughts, and and, and parties, and ideas, and, and different ways. There's just millions of them, Lord, but today we're gathering, Lord, whether it's on our iPhone, our TV, wherever, our laptop, we're gathering today to hear the word of the Lord. And so, God, I pray that you would open our hearts, that we would receive your word, Lord, that we really would become rooted in the opinion of God Almighty through the word of God. So bless uh, our teaching today. Let, Let us have ears to hear what the Spirit is saying, and we thank you for it in Christ's name. Amen. So Jeremiah says, this is what the Lord says. And he goes on, and he says, cursed are those who put their trust in mere humans. Who rely on human strength and turn their hearts away from the Lord. They are like stunted shrubs in the desert with no hope for the future. They will live in a barren wilderness in an uninhabited, salty land. But blessed, and there's a contrast now, but blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. Notice how they're described. In verse 8, Jeremiah says, What a picture the Word of God gives us. They are like trees planted along a riverbank with roots that reach deep into the water. My message today is deeply rooted. And Jeremiah says that the blessed are like trees whose roots reach deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by heat or worried by long months of drought. Their leaves stay green. And they never stop producing fruit. What a statement. What a promise for the blessed. The human heart is the most deceitful of all things and desperately wicked. Who really knows how bad it is? Verse 10 says, But I, the Lord, search all hearts and examine secret motives. I give all people their due rewards according to what their actions deserve. Man, what a section of Scripture, very important to me in my life. I'll talk about that in just a minute. Um, But as we read about this and we think of those images of the tree, of the shrubs, of uh, the stunted shrubs in the wilderness, you know, it it makes us think at times, this whole series, uh, when you think about what, you know, Dan preached out of John 15 and Greg out of Deuteronomy, the the thoughts of roots, all right? And we've all heard the phrase, uh, that person has a green thumb. All right. That means they're good with plants, they're good with gardening. And I'll just say this, my mom and dad both have a green thumb. My mom is all about flowers. She can look at a flower and tell you the name of it. Um, I can buy it five years in a row and forget the name of it. Um, uh, My dad with gardening and tomatoes, my whole life he's done that. In fact, as a kid, I kind of got a heart for that. Um, Our neighbor that lived across the back of our alley, he had a big truck garden, and he would you know, go out, and, and he was planting a large amount of crops, and it was really cool. And I, I went with him a couple of days, and it kind of got in my heart, and I just loved getting my hands in the dirt. And, and uh, came home, tore part of our yard up, and I planted a garden. And so I've been doing that much of my life as well. I don't know that I have a green thumb like my mom and dad, but I, I do enjoy that. And so when you think about what it means to be rooted, I mean, that, that's critical to a plant, to a flower, to anything, in the, anything you're talking about, a tree, certainly the roots are very significant. And again, my message today is entitled Deeply Rooted. Uh, and I'm just going to give you the bottom line right out, of the, right out of the gate, and that is grow deep, live strong. That's my my bottom line. You want to grow deep and you want to live strong. That's what gives strength to a tree. That's the difference between some shrub that's just kind of blowing through the desert and a tree whose roots are growing deep, deeply rooted. Grow deep and live strong. Um, you know, we often think about shallow people, you know, people say, oh, that person shallow, it, it, that they're just kind of on the surface. It's always just about them and the latest thing in their mind. But uh, we're talking today about growing deep that allows us to be able to live strong. So if you want to live strong, if you want to be able to endure even difficulties in life or whatever's going on in your life, in the culture, in our world, then we've got to have roots that go deep and we've got to be deeply rooted. You know, it's interesting to me, the prophet Jeremiah, uh, you think about his day, you think about the political scene that was going on, and every generation has their battles that they face. So all the things that were going on in the nation of Israel in that, in that culture, I mean, they were in a backslidden state. Isaiah prophesied for 40 years. Now Jeremiah is coming right behind him for almost another 40, and they are prophesying the word of the Lord, and they're trying to get the attention of the nation. Like when you read the prophets, when you read the major prophets, Isaiah, Daniel, uh, Jeremiah, when you read those, they're, they're kind of like God's uh, voice to get them back to the covenant. And so it's really interesting to me what he says. You know, in the midst of that, he says this, thus says the Lord. I, he said, I want you to hear what the Lord said. This isn't just my opinion. This isn't just my thought. It's not the latest book I read. Jeremiah says, this is the word of the Lord. And the question would be, well, what is the Lord saying? Well, in these verses, it's very significant uh, because what he's saying is, uh, essentially, there's two states of being. There's just two ways we can live our life. Uh, two. N- no middle ground, nothing in the middle. There's just two ways. There's two ways of life. And so when you read these verses, they kind of outline uh, the ways of living, all right? It, it talks about what it is, and-, and it makes reference to two ways. There's either the cursed life or there's the blessed life. You say, man, Brian, I don't know. That sounds a little negative. Like, well, it's really not negative because you know why? It's a choice, We have a choice. We can use our free will to choose the blessed life. You don't have to live a cursed life. But Jeremiah says, basically, um, that's the point. Uh, And so we're going to look at what the Scriptures say today about being rooted, about being deeply rooted. Uh, The team is going to be putting up some pictures on this first point. I'm going to talk first about the cursed life. Okay, very simply, right out of the Scripture, uh, you, you're looking now at like this shrub. It's in the wilderness. It's a stunted shrub. It doesn't have a deep root system. In fact, it may not have any roots at all. It may just be blowing through uh, the floor of uh, the desert of Israel. Okay? Uh, and so the curse life is described in a couple different ways by Jeremiah. It's described as the mind, the will, the heart. That's what he's describing in these verses, and what he's saying is, is that in his mind, he trusts in man. So the cursed life means I'm not trusting God, I'm trusting other people, I'm trusting man, I'm trusting my own thoughts. In his will, in his passion, in his soul, he makes the flesh his strength. So he's trusting in his own strength, he's not trusting in the strength of Almighty God. And then when it comes to the heart, if you continue in your mind and in your will to pursue things that aren't of God, eventually, Jeremiah is saying, your heart is going to depart from the Lord. So that's what it's talking about. And really, this is nothing new. This is the way the enemy uh, of our souls, the, Satan, the devil, always works. I mean, from the very beginning with Adam and Eve, he's questioning the word of God. He's saying, well, didn't God say to you, you can eat from all the trees? Has God really said This, he tries to cause confusion and misunderstanding about what God has really said. And he wants Adam and Eve to think, you know what, we can figure this out ourselves. We talked about it during the Faithful series, you know, Abraham and Sarah that were kind of, he was the father of our faith. There were times when he tried to figure it out himself. He trusted in his own way, in his own method, more than he did God's. And so, That's something we all battle and we all have to deal with in our life. And we see it so often in Scripture. I mean, the nation of Israel, they did it. Rather than trusting in God, uh, the Bible tells us that they would trust in other nations. They, for example, would trust in Egypt because Egypt had all the power. They had all the chariots. They had the big army. And they would put their trust with another country rather than trusting God. And what we need to learn, and we learned it during the Faithful Series is that we need to place our trust in God because there's things in our life and in our world that only God can do, all right? I'm not saying there's some things man can't figure out, but essentially, the core things of life, only God can figure that out. And so we have to trust him. In fact, here's what Isaiah, another prophet who was kind of, the he preceded Jeremiah's ministry. Here's what he said in Isaiah 31 to the nation of Israel about putting their trust in Egypt rather than their trust in God. Here's what he said, Isaiah 31.1. 1, 1. What sorrow awaits those who look to Egypt for help? Trusting, notice what they're trusting. They're trusting their horses, chariots, and charioteers. And depending on the strength of of human armies, instead of looking to the Lord, the Holy One of Israel. So Isaiah is saying to the whole nation, look, you're putting your trust in Egypt. You're putting your trust in their horses, their chariots, their human armies. He said, man, you're to be pitied. You're a poor soul if you're putting your trust in man. And Jeremiah said, if you do that, if you trust man rather than God, you're cursed. You're not going to be blessed. People that don't have a personal relationship with Christ it it makes sense. If they don't know God personally, they don't know God, they're going to tend to trust their own resources, to trust their own strength. We as followers of Jesus can even do the same thing at times. We can kind of slip out of that mindset. In fact, you, you remember in our Kill the Spider series, we talked about what is that spider spiritually? It's when you and I make an agreement with a lie rather than the Word of God. It's when we trust what we know about ourselves or what we've been told about ourselves, rather than what the word of God says about us. So let's not make an agreement with a lie. Let's not make an agreement with what human beings say. Let's make an agreement with the promises of God and what the word of God says, all right? It's the difference of making an agreement with the truth and God's word. Uh, And notice the image that he gives, and it's really interesting. Again, they may put it up on the screen again, but it's the shrub. Think about it. He says that those that are cursed, they don't have a deep root system. In fact, they're, uh, they're not rooted hardly at all. In fact, in the coming weeks, you're going to hear Pastor Eric, our location pastor at Kutztown, he's going to talk about being almost rooted. Boy, what a difference in being almost rooted and being deeply rooted. Okay? So we're going to talk about that this morning. Uh, here's what, you know, this is what Jeremiah says. He goes on in verse number six. He says, They are stunted shrubs in the desert with no hope for the future. They will live in a barren wilderness in an uninhabited, salty land. So they're not gonna live in prosperity. They're not gonna bear fruit. They're not gonna enjoy the shade. They're gonna just wander through this desert. What a picture. To me, that's a a beautiful picture of what it means to not live a rooted life. Just just another day, just get up, go to work, do this. Jeremiah says there, there's no hope or future for them. The Apostle Paul talks about this very similar thing in the New Testament as well. Here's what Paul says. He kind of takes the opposite thought about our goal being maturity rather than not being rooted. But here's what he says in Ephesians 4, 14. Paul explains, Then we will no longer be immature. So one of the things that being rooted does for us, it brings a maturity to our life spiritual maturity. I'm not talking about just getting older and being more mature, but I'm talking essentially about the maturity we have in Christ. He says, Then we will no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching. Notice that. That's how the shrub, it just kind of gets blown and moved because it's not rooted. Its roots don't go deep. He said, We will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies. There it is again. It's the lie versus the truth. It's trusting man versus trusting God. And the bottom line is we all trust somebody. We're either trusting ourselves, we either trust nobody, or we're trusting God, all right? He says, so clever that they sound like the truth. And so, again, the bottom line today is that we need to grow deep. And when we do, we will live strong. Um, The person's life that's not rooted is unsettled okay? They, they're following every new teaching that comes along. They have no set purpose. They're, they're wandering through the dry land of unbelief. That's kind of the picture that Jeremiah is painting here. Uh, they're, they're always looking for the new thing, the new doctrine. No, uh, that's really not the goal. In fact, it's interesting, Jeremiah, in his prophetic ministry, when he's talking about growing deep and living strong, um, there's a scripture I, I want to read to you from Jeremiah six sixteen. And here's what Jeremiah says. He says, this again, this is what the Lord says. It's not this opinion, that opinion, that idea, this thought. No, this is what the Lord says. And what he says there, stop at the crossroads and look around. So it's this idea, just take a minute. Get some self-awareness and just look around. Just think about it. all that you're hearing. And we just get bombarded with news and ideas and in these fluid circumstances that we're living in, there's just always a, a new thought, a new idea, a new news story, all right? What, what Jeremiah says is stop at the crossroads and just look around. Ask for the old godly way and walk in it. Travel its path and you will find rest for your souls. But notice how Israel replies. They, they spoke against the prophet. In fact, you know that Jeremiah was greatly persecuted in his ministry. He wrote the whole book of Lamentations, which means a book of tears. They said to the prophet, no, that's not the road we want. So they get at the crossroads. They look around. They hear that thought, this thought, that thought. They know what the word of the Lord is, but they say, you know what? We don't, we don't want this. It's kind of like what Greg spoke about from Deuteronomy they they took the they were wrongly rooted they took the wrong path and that's exactly what israel did jeremiah says you want rest for your soul you want to be at peace you want to sense some purpose in your life you want to move the direction that god wants you you want to be able to weather the storms in life that come no matter who you are he says then look for the old path be deeply rooted grow deep and live strong so that's the cursed life jeremiah then points to the other lifestyle, to the contrast of this, and it's the blessed life. He describes the blessed man in kind of a whole different way. It's kind of a twofold, repetitive way that he reiterates this. In verse 17, here's what he says, Jeremiah 7, 17, "...but blessed are those who trust in the Lord." So that's the first thing he says. "...they've trusted the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and their confidence." So they're not just trusting in mere man. They're not trusting in human armies and the resources that people and culture can provide. No, they're trusting in God. They're trusting in God the way David did. He wasn't trusting the, the armor. He wasn't trusting the army of Israel. He was trusting those five smooth stones and said the God of heaven and earth is gonna help me defeat this giant. So that's what the blessed life is. And this man is described as the one who trusts in the Lord, whose hope and confidence Is in the Lord. In contrast to the to the cursed man who trusts in man and puts his strength in the flesh, the blessed one trusts in Almighty God. And you know, I think sometimes what happens in life, uh, we get the idea that well, you got to trust the Lord. It almost becomes a catchphrase. Oh, you just got to trust God with that. It becomes this catchphrase. No, I want to tell you, trusting God, the word of Jeremiah is that you put your trust, your hope, and your confidence in God. That is a practical specific way. It is a powerful thing in our life. It's not just a catchphrase we kind of throw out there, all right? And what I would also say is that many times our trust in God, um, I don't know if you like amusement parks. It's summer. Probably most of those are closed nowadays, but you know, it, it, you, you enjoy a roller coaster. I Either you love a roller coaster or you don't love a roller coaster. You're not going to stand in a line for two hours to take a 30-second ride up and down, be whipped around. But you know what? When I think about that, I think about many times that's how our trust in God is. It's like a roller coaster ride. There's moments we trust Him and we're trying to believe, and then there's things, you know what, I've waited for God so long. I'm just, it's that up and down. And you say, well, can that really happen? Yeah, it does. And when you read the Word of God, when you read the book of Judges, I don't know where you're reading in the Bible right now, but when you read the book of Judges, that's exactly what it is. It's a roller coaster ride for the nation of Israel okay? There's no king, everyone kind of doing what they want to do. Uh, in fact, the key verse is near the end of the book. It says, everyone did what was right in their own mind. They weren't putting their hope and trust in God. And what would happen is they, they're trusting in their own strength, and then some army would come in, take over them, and begin to oppress them. And so now they're at the bottom. Now there's this crisis. Now it's a difficult, now their you know, crops are being harvested and given to the enemy, and they're really struggling and battling that. And then what do they do? They cry out to God. They cry out to God with this great need. And what does God do? God hears their prayer. He raises up a judge. He raises up a Deborah. He raises up another judge that will help them and defeat the armies To raise up a Samson to defeat the Philistines. And now they're at the high level. And, you know, for a minute they're worshiping God. They're thanking God. We're free. We're free from the oppression. Then what happens next? They start walking away from God. They start doing it their own way. Uh, The book of Judges is a very powerful book. I'd encourage you, if you're looking for a place to read, read because it's almost the opposite of what it means to be rooted in God. It's this roller coaster ride of I'm close to God, I'm not close to God. It's almost like I I want God when I have a need, but man, when it's sunny and 70, I'm going to do whatever I want to do. That's what the book of Judges describes. And we can tend to do that in our life if we're not careful. And that's why our teaching team, we felt so strongly led to preach on this topic called rooted, those 60-some scriptures that talk about being deeply rooted in the things of Almighty God. In fact, for me, one of the the great books, you know, um, Greg spoke uh, past week from Deuteronomy. You know, the key word in Deuteronomy, the key, there's always a key verse and kind of a, a verse or word that gets repeated in a book. The key word for the book of Deuteronomy is remember, to remember. Now, again, that's a sticky word. That's a very powerful, powerful word, and I'll tell you why. Because many times we remember our failures. We remember our mistakes. We remember what we should have done and didn't do it. And I'm not talking about that, because the book of Deuteronomy talks about the word remember, that we would remember what God has done. A big part of being spiritually and deeply rooted is to remember God and what He's done for us. That's why we need to be in the Word. That's why we need to spend time getting rooted and abiding in God the way Dan spoke on week one, because whatever you abide in, that's what you're going to abound in. Wherever you spend your time, wherever your thoughts are, that's going to characterize your life. And so the word remember, I want to read our verse to you, Deuteronomy eight eighteen, and here's what it says, remember the Lord your God. Man, just stop right there. Remember the Lord your God. He is the one who gives you power to be successful. In order to fulfill the covenant, he confirmed to your ancestors by oath. I mean, this takes us back to faithful. This is Moses speaking to the nation of Israel. It's kind of his farewell sermon in the book of Deuteronomy. And he's saying, listen, God Almighty has made a promise to your ancestors. He made a promise to Abraham, to Jacob, to Isaac, to Isaac and Jacob. He's made a promise to them. And so what he's saying is you need to remember that. When you come into the promised land, he promised this land to Abraham. And now you're coming into it. So don't, when you get into the promised land, say, man, look what we've done. Man, we've been successful. Look how rich we are. Look at these crops. We didn't even plant them, but we have them. Look at these homes we live in. They belong to the Hittites and the Jebusites. No, he says, no, that's not, you weren't successful because of your power. He said, you need to remember what God's done for you. It's God's power that has made you successful. See, the blessed man doesn't think that way. The blessed man remembers that God's been good to me. God's been faithful. It's in that devotion that we've given during Rooted. It's, it's for us to walk in the presence of God. It's for us to walk in humility. It's for us to stop and take a look at the crossroads and, and be settled and have some solitude and think about, hey, it's not just me. It's not just what I've done. It's what God Almighty has done, all right? I'll tell you what, in these times of COVID-19, unemployment, businesses being lost, in the racial division in our country and all the kind of the hatred that you sense. I mean, we're in a a political election year of a president. You're going to hear all kinds of stuff and ads and hatred and Facebook. It's going to be all over. Wouldn't you want some peace? Can I tell you another characteristic of a rooted life is a peaceful life? again we go back to that devotion the first week of group link when we uh, when we were excuse me when we were talking in the rooted group online series we talked about the fact of you know read Galatians 5 love joy peace here's one of my favorite verses again it's the prophet Isaiah kind of really leaning hard on the prophets today Isaiah 26 2 says this you will keep in perfect peace God will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you All who have whose thoughts are fixed on you. You want peace? It doesn't just come automatically. Peace isn't like pink lemonade that just gets sprinkled out. No. When you put your trust in God, when you're rooted in God, when you fix your thoughts on God, when you fix your thoughts on what God's word says, I want to tell you, the, the outcome of that, what will come out. You always get what you plant. The Bible says, don't be deceived. What a man sows, he will also reap. You reap into your, you pour into your life. You plant the rooted thought. You plant this word in your heart. I'm telling you, what will come from it is peace, even in troubled times. Very powerful. The last week that uh, we're going to have on this series, I'm going to be preaching on Psalm 1. I'm going to talk about being reflectively rooted that means to meditate on the Word of God. You know, man, we read a book, we read the newspaper, we read something online, we need to meditate on this book. That's what brings peace in our life, okay? Uh, so those roots are a metaphor that they run deep. Look, uh, that's what it says, you know, in, in Jeremiah, that they're, they're planted by the riverbank and then it just brings that, all right? Uh, the Apostle Paul talks about this, again, in the New Testament. Let me, let me give you some of what the prophets say, but then also in the New Testament what the Apostle says. Colossians 2.7, I love this. He says, let your roots grow down into Him, into Christ. Let your roots grow down into Him and let your lives be built on Him. We build our life on the Word of God. Then your faith will grow strong. Notice the emphasis. Grow deep, live strong. In the truth you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness. He goes on in Ephesians 3.17. We've re- referenced this a couple times in this series, but I want to read again. It talks about being rooted in love. Paul says, then Christ will make his home in our hearts as you trust in him. Notice the, the heart, the trust. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. So again, one of the benefits of being rooted, you have peace, you have love, you're strong, you, you have purpose. I don't want you to miss that. This is what the the scriptures are teaching us, all right? Um, The person that's firmly planted in God has nothing to fear. Paul says in Romans eight twenty eight one or 8, excuse me, 8.38, one of the most powerful verses, you know, he talks about nothing can separate you from the love of God because we're rooted deeply in God. Furthermore, the blessed life, we go back to our text, Jeremiah 17.8. It says, they are like trees planted along a riverbank with roots that reach deep, into the water. There it is, deeply rooted. Such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of drought. Notice that. They're not worried. They're not worried about the circumstances, you know. That tree isn't worried. My roots are going deep. I'm getting water. I'm going to eat. I'm going to be fed with water no matter if it rains or it doesn't rain. Their leaves stay green and never stop producing fruit. Never stop producing fruit. What a powerful thought, all right? This is big. We can grow deep and live strong in every season of life. It doesn't matter what you're going through. You may have got a bad diagnosis. You may may have told something really hurtful to you. But I want to tell you, with God's help, it's not always easy. But with his help and grace, you can grow deep and you can live strong. Okay? Uh, Again, let me encourage you, man, to get registered for these um, online growing um, together. You know, growing together is a segment of our GT podcast. You want to check it out. Get registered for those uh, rooted classes. They're powerful. So Jeremiah talks about the cursed life. He talks about the blessed life. And I'm going to wrap up with this. Just be a tree. That's point number three. That's, that's the choice. If I have a choice of being a shrub, unrooted, disconnected, blown around, or I have the chance of being a tree, a choice of being a tree, um, it's really not much of a choice, is it? Uh, I can tell you this verse means a lot to me um, because Jeremiah 17.8 is my life verse. When I, I'm just going to read it again to you. Jeremiah 17.8, they are like trees planted along a riverbank with roots that reach deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by heat or worried by long months of drought. Their leaves stay green, and they never stop producing fruit. I want to tell you right now, I am live. I tried to live out that promise. That years ago, probably 15-plus years ago, I was taking a master's class at Valley Forge. And it was an interesting class because uh, I had been pastoring for a number of years. I believed in mission. I trusted in, in values. We have that here at GT, you know, reach people, grow together in Christ. We have all of our church values that are the way we fulfill the mission. And this master's class was about developing a personal mission. And can I tell you that's really important? Let me ask you this. When's the last time you've worked it hard, as hard in your marriage as you've worked at your job? When's the last time you've poured into yourself? I know one of the cultural terms today is self-care and people taking care of their bodies, and that's good. We need to take care of our bodies, right? The Scripture says that. Exercise profits a little bit, but godliness is profitable for eternity. When's the last time you've worked hard at your personal mission? I want to tell you, that'll be what I talk about in the vodcast when we have our, our connecting time this Wednesday uh, in the growing together. I, 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 wanna, I want you to think about that. I want you to, to be a tree. And I, I'll never forget, back when I took that master's course, I really had a reflective time. I had time of solitude to say, what is my life mission? And I, I remember just one of the phrases that was going on back in the day, and it always changes, but, oh, I want to be a mover and a shaker. And I just remember saying to myself, I don't want to be a mover and a shaker. And it's what gave me the opposite thought. No, I want to be a tree. I want to be planted. I want to be rooted. I, whether the times are good, the economy is good, the economy is bad. God, I'm not trusting in my intellect and my money. Uh, I'm going to trust in you. I want to be planted. I want to be a tree. And so that image of the tree became a big part of the emblem of my life and a reminder. And this became my life verse, all right? So we're going to talk about that. It says that these trees are planted by by the riverbank, and their roots go down deep into the water. Water is often a symbol of the Word. It's a symbol of the Holy Spirit, all right? In John 4, we read about it. In John 7, it talks about the Spirit being water that flows out of us, all right? And here's the thought. When we're producing fruit, we're not just living for ourselves. We're not even living for the church or for other people. Our fruit is being born for God. I loved week one, you know, when we had our group uh, time together. Dan, on his uh, teaching that time, talked about, have you ever thought about the the uh, apple tree? I, I've said for years, the apple tree, you don't hear this apple tree just grunting and trying to crank out apples. No, they're just quiet. It's still. They just produce what they're about. But Dan made the comment in our first week. He said, you know, the, the apple tree never eats the apple. It's not like he takes one branch and reaches over, grabs an apple and eats it. No, he's producing fruit, number one, because God's created him to be an apple tree, and he's creating it also for others. It's a powerful thought about our life, all right? So as we dig our roots deep into God, it's going to make an impact. No matter what we're going through, no matter what season, we're not going to fear the drought, the difficulty, the pandemic, the COVID-19. You can, you can be fearful of anything, there's so many things we can be fearful of, but we say, you know what? God's got this. I'm going to be rooted. I think of, the, think of this, the storms that trees go through. And, yeah, sometimes they do get broken. Sometimes they do lose a branch. Sometimes you do lose a leg. Sometimes you do lose an important person in your life. But we're still standing. We're still strong. We're growing deep, and we're living strong. All right? To me, this is a powerful thought that we can bear fruit in any season, okay? In every season, they keep producing fruit. That's true of you and I personally. That's true of the church. We've said during this pandemic, you know, we've never closed. Our methods have changed, but the message never does, all right? We're fulfilling the mission. We're reaching people. We're growing together in Christ. We're helping students and kids, and people are engaging in God. They're growing, okay? Thank God for that. What a powerful thought. Jeremiah taught that those that trust God are trees whose roots go deep into the water. You know, it's it's no different. Um, when you have a plant, you know, I've got a couple of plants in my house. Some are under the porch, or under. Then you got to make sure. I mean, these hot days, you got to make sure you water them. You got to make sure that soil is moist and those roots uh, are watered. All right. The same is true for us, for you and I, in the things of God. It's so true. Uh, we've got to have our roots going down deep. So as I wrap up, I want you to think about this. These last two verses, verses 9 and 10, here's what it says. All this, the prophet says, now you've got to consider your own heart. And here's what I want you to do. I want you to just think about what Jeremiah says here. First of all, he warns us. Verse 9, he says, the human heart, he gives all this uh, example about the shrub and the tree, those who trust and those who are cursed, those who are blessed, The human heart is the most deceitful of all things. And desperately wicked, who really knows how bad it is? The human heart. Not just criminals, not just those who break the law. Every heart says the human heart is the most deceitful of all things. It's impossible for you and I to even know our own heart. But I can tell you this, God does know our heart. He knows every detail of our heart. There's things that people see. We talked about it in in the spider series, in the in the Kill the Spider. We said people can see our cobwebs, can't hide everything. They see the cobwebs. They see some of the agreements you've made. But then there's some things that everyone's blind to. Only you know it in your own heart. And sometimes we don't even know what's in our heart. But God knows every detail. And friends, can I tell you, in light of where we are right now in our culture, can I tell you, it, it's, it doesn't matter race. It doesn't matter belief. It doesn't matter occupation. It doesn't matter age. It doesn't matter gender. It doesn't matter who you think you are, what you want to be. You know what it is? It's a heart issue. Everything we're seeing today, it is a heart issue. It comes out of the heart. Look at verse 10. But I, the Lord, this is what the prophet says, search all hearts and examine secret motives. I give all people their due rewards according to what their actions deserve. Man, what a thought. What a reminder. Our hearts need to be rooted in the Word of God. Let me give a very important verse to you. Proverbs 4, 23, maybe up on the screen. Guard your heart above all else. He's not saying guard your money, guard your home, guard your retirement. Guard. No, he says above all else, guard your heart for it determines the course of your life. Ezekiel, again, another prophet. Notice what he says. It's a great promise in Ezekiel 36, beginning in verse 26. I will give you a new heart, and I will pour out a new spirit in you. I will take out your stony, stubborn heart and give you a tender, responsive heart. And I will put my spirit in you so that you will follow my decrees and be careful to obey my regulations. Ezekiel says, look, you want to be rooted, give God your heart. He'll take that stony, stubborn heart and he'll give you a tender, responsive heart to God Almighty. He said, I'm gonna help you grow deep and I'm gonna help you, help you live strong. Man, you know, today, I, I was doing some study this week on trees. Again, I've told you I've loved trees. Uh, in Israel, I've been there a couple times. The acacia tree, it's kind of an interesting thing because they're kind of out there by themselves. It's in this desert. It can be in southern Israel, down in Judah. And yet you see this tree, its leaves are green. Why is that? It's because of, it's the picture I think that was in the mind of of Jeremiah that its roots go deep down into a water source. Whether it doesn't rain for two months, my roots are deep in that underground water. I'm not gonna fear when the drought comes. I'm not gonna be worried when the, the, you know, the conditions of weather aren't, when they're kind of difficult. I'm just, I'm gonna always bear fruit. I'm gonna always be green. I'm gonna be able to provide shade for others. That's what, that's the picture that Jeremiah gives of the blessed and rooted life. Um, you know, hearing uh, Amanda Qualia's story, man, the very fact, that the very t-shirt she has for her missions uh, deal that she's gonna be on, Rooted. I thought how powerful. I saw Lou a couple weeks ago on the drums playing with his Rooted t-shirt. Man, I would encourage you, support her, help her all you can. Uh, you know, the Bible says don't despise someone because of their youth. Say, oh, well, they're a young person. No, she's a young person that's rooted. She's a young person that's connected to God. She's growing deep and living strong. She's fulfilling God's purpose in her life. I think of so many. I mean, I think of all the trees. You think about a tree. I I think of the Rachel Moyers. I think of the, the old timers in our church that are just faithful and people of prayer and committed to God. I think of my mom and dad that have just been trees in my life. Think of the trees in your life. Again, kind of a walk away today would be think of someone in your life that's a tree that's just been rooted, and you ought to just send them an email, shoot them a text, however you do that, and just say, man, I've appreciated you being a tree in my life. On our staff, I think about it, you know, Carrie and Marge Schaefer, you know, yeah, doing pastoral care, but all those years pastoring, he grew up in this church. And now it was in urban ministries and in the inner city and now serving here at this church. Man, he's just been a tree in March all those years. And I want to say this to you to encourage you that you may be a new believer. You say, well, man, how do I become a tree? You don't, you don't become like an oak tree overnight. One of the quotes I years ago, I was saying, um, you know, a guy in this city says, hey, went up to a guy sitting on a park bench, an older man. He said, uh, are there any great men that were born here in this city? And the old man says, nope he said just babies. No great men born here, just just babies. And you know, if you're just starting out, you're a seed, you're a sapling. You you may not have these deep roots. That's what we're called and encouraged to do to keep growing in our faith. That's our mission, not only to reach people but then to grow in Christ. And we're our prayers that your roots will grow deep in to God himself. Uh, I'm going to ask you to close your eyes. You know, just just again, not not any because we're all sitting in different homes and different places. Maybe you're by yourself. But, you know, sometimes it's just a reflective moment to close your eyes and to go back to that crossroads where Jeremiah says, you know, like, you're either going to go to the blessed life or you're going to go to the cursed life. You're either going to trust God or you're either going to trust yourself or trust other opinions. I know Dan gave a strong altar call. So did Greg last week. But can I encourage you today? Man, as, as, you just, as you are sitting there, standing there, however you're listening to this, you may, be on a, you may be on a treadmill somewhere listening to the podcast. Can I just encourage you to think about your life? To say, man, I want to grow deep in God and I want to live strong. I don't want to be blown around like some rootless shrub in the desert. Can I encourage you to do that? I'm just going to pray for you now. You can just kind of think about this prayer. You can voice it in your own mind. God, I pray for those who are listening right now. God, I pray that they would surrender their heart. I pray that they would open their mind and their life to you, God. It's not knowing all the formula and getting it all just right, God. No, it's about receiving your grace. Help those listening right now, God, to say, you know what? I want the blessed life. I'm not putting my trust in my good works and my ability, hoping one day I'll make it to heaven. No, God, I'm putting my trust in the fact that Jesus died for my sins. I'm placing my faith in him I'm placing my eternity in him. God, forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of my wrongdoing. Give me your grace and Your as a gift. God, change my life. I repent of my sins and I give my life to you in the strong and mighty name of Jesus Christ. Man, if if that if you prayed that prayer and you were kind of praying that with me, can I encourage you today to do something? There's the link below. They're putting it in the comment section on Facebook. Man, can you just click that link and go to it? We'd love to connect with you. Uh, man, you can fill out that card. Give us your name, your email, because we just want to follow up. There's a First Steps book to help you start your journey, to let those roots get deeper with your walk with God. Can I encourage you to do that today? Uh, we hope you will. And man, uh, again, just let me be uh, remindful, uh, mindful as we leave today. Man, get to the Rooted Online groups. Write somebody today. Get a hold of someone that's been a tree in your life and encourage them and just say, man, you've been a tree in my life and I deeply appreciate it. Not only that, let's be a tree for somebody else, okay? God bless you and uh, have a great week.
1: Thanks for joining us today for week three of our Rooted Sermon Series. If you missed the first two weeks, you can always go back and watch them on our Facebook page, our YouTube channel, and you can watch them on our website. But for those of you who prefer podcasts, you can download our GT Church podcast and listen that way as well. Being rooted in our faith requires intentionality and consistency, and we want to help you do that. So our teaching team developed a beautiful devotional to go along with our current series to help you establish healthy routines to be rooted in Christ. You can download a copy of the devotional on our website. And if you're looking to join a small group to walk through the devotional with other believers, you can learn more about getting connected on our website as well. Another great way to be rooted in your faith is to stay connected with our church community all week long. You can follow us on social media everywhere at GT Church Online. I hope you have a great rest of your week and we'll see you this Wednesday at 7 o'clock for our Growing Together segment on Facebook and YouTube.